0: Hello, and welcome to the Bible for Worship at St. Paul Lutheran Church for the third Sunday after Epiphany, when our Gospel reading is written in the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Now, after John the Baptist was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent, and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, he saw James son of Zebedee and his brother John who were in their boat mending the nets. Immediately he called them and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. These are really the first two episodes that Mark reports in Jesus' public ministry. Mark really opens a new era by saying, after John was arrested, after John was arrested, Jesus came from Galilee proclaiming the gospel and saying, the time is fulfilled The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. This is a repentance to which Jesus calls people. It's turning into the new era that Jesus announces in these first two verses of today's reading. This first episode summarizing Jesus' public activity. And then, Immediately we go into a new episode. There is urgency here. There's something that has happened that immediately calls for response, that things follow on each other immediately. The stories in Mark are short, elliptical stories. A scene, a question, a response. A new scene, a question, a response. A new scene, Jesus does something. There's a challenge, a response. Things move quickly in Mark. And we move quickly from this announcement of Jesus' program of gospel proclamation into calling his first disciples. Again, here there's a little division. He calls them not as a group, certainly not the 12 yet. Here he only calls four And even these four he calls in two pairs. It's actually two pairs of brothers, as Mark presents it. Simon and his brother Andrew, who are casting their nets, for they were fishermen. And James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were mending their nets. And clearly, they also are fishermen. In the first instance, Jesus calls Peter and Andrew and says to these fishermen, Follow me. I will make you fishers of people. Same word is used, and the turning to which they're called is from fishing for fish to being fishers of people. This is the call. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going on, Jesus sees James. And John and immediately calls them and they we don't know what that call is it's simply reported he called them they leave their father with the hired hand in the boats and follow him this picture of discipleship where Peter and Andrew follow immediately where Jesus immediately calls James and John. Again, there's a kind of urgency and there's a sharpness, there's a clarity about their following. But there are two other dimensions here that are worth looking at. The first one is in the calling of Peter and Andrew, as I've suggested, they're not called to become something different than they were. This is not going to change their identity. It's not a transformation of their character, particularly. They were fishermen, and they will be fishermen. It's not a change of identity. It's a change of focus from fishing for fish to fishing for people. The other one in the call of James and John speaks about the total commitment that this call demands. This is not something where you say, oh, let me finish mending my net so my father has a good... No, no, no. They leave their nets, they leave their father, they leave the boat and the hired hands, and they follow him. This is a total commitment. It's not one that changes your character, but your focus. But your focus becomes thoroughly committed, comprehensively oriented around what? Around the Kingdom of God, around this new era, around the Gospel. Now, it's interesting because we will see a variety of portraits of the disciples. And on the one hand, they're quite loyal. They want to be with Jesus. They want to support Jesus. They listen to Jesus. But in terms of this idea of turn your focus, the disciples never quite get the focus. They're always sort of missing the focus. Jesus teaches them, and they don't understand. Um, They watch Jesus do something, and they kind of do the opposite. Um, Peter, Simon Peter, who is the first of the disciples who's named here, uh, becomes something of a model for this kind of discipleship that is eager and, and, and committed and wants to get it all right and just keeps failing. And ultimately, in the end, it's Peter, Simon Peter, who denies Jesus in that crucial trial scene. And yet, despite their failure to get the focus, Jesus never abandons them, but continues to be present with them, to call them anew, to give them new opportunities to get that focus, to commit completely to be faithful disciples. Often Mark portrays their failure as a failure that's born of fear, fear of what they might lose, fear of what might happen to Jesus or to them, fear that everything they have known is going to be turned upside down or is going to be forfeited for the sake of this gospel. how the gospel ends they say nothing to anyone because they were afraid mark asks an implicit question of his reader because the reader knows from the very beginning this is the gospel of Jesus Christ the Son of God the reader knows by the time they get to the end of the story exactly who this Jesus is And that everything that he suffered, every model of servant leadership that he offered was vindicated in a resurrection. And Mark asks the reader, the implicit disciple who is reading the gospel, when this call comes to you, she doesn't want to change you, but to turn your focus completely to the Gospel, how will you respond? God bless.